Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a fabulous Friday evening. I'm so glad that you are here with me tonight. I have some uh, sweet treats in store for you today. And actually, what I'm doing is I'm being a little vulnerable here because I have decided to share some of my most cringe-worthy moments with you um, when it comes to instructional coaching. And why am I doing this? Well, Alyssa, why do you feel the need to do this? Let me tell you, instructional coaching can be a lonely profession in a sense of there are times when people might view you as, oh, you're part of the admin team. You can't be in our teacher group or you're part of the teacher group. You can't be with our admin team. So you, it can be a lonely job. So I was like, you know what? We are in this together. I'm going to be vulnerable because I'm being vulnerable. I uh, brought my drink of choice. I hope you're sipping along with me here today. Um, and as we're talking, this is what I'm going to ask. Because I am being vulnerable, if you have experienced this before, I'm just going to ask that you give me like a little amen, a little been there, give it, like have some kind of, you know, sympathize with me just a little bit, just because it is a little vulnerable. But what I'm going to do is, is kind of like tell you these three cringeworthy moments, but I'm not going to leave you hanging just there. I am actually going to also tell you what you can do to avoid them next year, because I don't want it to happen to you. Um, so here we go, everyone. Are you ready? I was like, I'm about to spill the tea. So hold on. Let me get a sip. Let me maybe maybe a little gulp. Okay. Story number one. And you know what, teachers, if you recognize yourself in here, know that I love you. Mwah! I love you. So story numero uno. When I first started coaching, and this is probably year two, we were not necessarily used appropriately as coaches. We were more of a um, department chair, resource manager. We did help plan, but I taught half the day and I coached the second half of the day. So really not a lot of time to be good at anything, but I was also the coach for sixth, seventh and eighth grade. So it was it, there were some challenges that came with it, but I really enjoyed it. I loved getting to be with everyone. And for the most part, you know, had very respectful relationships with everyone on campus. Well, fast forward after my first year and our district decides to kind of shift a little bit. And now we want you more in teachers' classrooms. Cool. That's great. I'm excited because I love getting into teachers' classrooms. But the only time I'd really been into my peers' classrooms was through instructional walks or if I had to go get something, you know, randomly. So I um, have my walkthrough form that the district's given me. We are collecting our anecdotal instructional data. And I go into a sixth grade teacher's classroom and who's an amazing teacher, by the way amazing. Everyone went to learn from this teacher. She's wonderful. And I go in, but during this particular class period, there was a whole novel instruction going on, which, hey, that, you know, there's lots of debates back and forth. I ain't getting into that one tonight. But there were some kids with their heads down and, and they were, they were sleeping. So I clicked on my, you know, whenever you have on your little checkbox, 100% of students are engaged. I couldn't click that. She received that feedback that it was not 100% of students engaged and so forth. I didn't think anything of it. However, 
things began to go awry. In that moment, she cut me off. And she was never unprofessional. She was never mean. But the trust was gone. She did not care for me after that. And it was like, uh uh, no, you didn't. And like I said, this individual was an amazing educator. Um, we all have our moments where we can't be 100% all the time. And guess what? I came in and I criticized her art. I always say, as educators, we are artists. And if someone comes in and deems your art, criticizes your art, oh no, it's going down. So, Four years go by, I'm still the instructional coach and my husband gets a job in another city. I'm leaving. My last day, she comes to me and these are the words that she spoke and they have haunted me ever since. Alyssa, I know you don't think I'm a good teacher. Whoa. I won. I never, ever, ever wanted to make someone feel that way, ever. Like talk about killing your soul in that moment. And so what I like reeling, oh my gosh, I never want to make this mistake again, but I can't stop providing feedback. But here's the deal. The reason that happened was not because I clicked something on a form. It was because there was zero, zero role clarity at the time. We were making a shift and not once were teachers informed about why coaches are going to be in your classroom. Not once were they going to be talking about, did they talk to us about why or how that feedback would be used? And it wasn't really anyone's fault. It was just that no one had taken the time to clarify the role of an instructional coach and communicate it to everyone and to clearly communicate it so that everyone understood the purpose. And hey, just because someone comes into your room and gives you feedback does not mean you're a bad teacher. And so one thing that I, my biggest message for instructional leaders, instructional coaches of any kind is that being clear is kind and unclear is unkind. In the moment where I went in and gave feedback to this teacher, my actions told her that she was not good enough. How horrible is that? As a coach, that is not my goal. As a coach, my goal is to help people identify their strengths and let's expand on that. And I failed miserably, but it was because I did not clarify my role with myself or with others. And so there are multiple ways that you can clarify your role, but I'm gonna tell you, when you enroll in my course, Launch Your Instructional Coaching Journey, I give you a step-by-step -step process in module one of how to clarify that role, because guess what? It's the first thing you have to do. And I'm going to tell you this, instructional coaches and administrators, if you were watching, please do not assume that because you had coaches last year, that this year you don't have to go through the whole clarification process again. That is not true. You need to clarify it every year. What is a coach? What is not a coach? And what is the purpose? Why are they going to be in your room? Because like I said, we are all artists. We are artists, and when you come from, my, from art, you're in trouble.
All right, so that's story numero uno. Whoo! I'm being like, oh my God. And so like, you know, sometimes it's easier because it's like, oh, that was when I was a novice coach. So, you know, no, let, let's get to the nitty gritty. Like I'm still making mistakes. Um, and I've been a coach for nine years, nine years, been district, campus, been them all. So uh, still making mistakes. Number two, I have them on sticky notes here because I was like, oh, you're going to be so vulnerable. You're going to forget which one. Okay. So I'm a district coach and I work on five different campuses. I work on at two high schools and three junior highs. And so I'm at the campuses probably two to three times a month really depending on the need of the campus. But that doesn't give me a long time to really build relationships with the people I coach. When I come on campus, a lot of people just like, oh, district's in the house. Like It's kind of like they're making calls. Ah, ah, she's coming, she's coming down the hallway. So what I did is went to a junior high campus and this administrator asked me to collect data. And this administrator said, I want you to go into all of these different classrooms and I want you to tell me what you see. What are the strengths? What are the areas of weakness? Where do we need to grow? What questions do you have? I want to see that. And actually, you know, some of those walkthroughs, he went with me. Beautiful. Loved it. I would, Again, I was excited because I love getting into classrooms and being with students and teachers. So we have this meeting and God, I, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, this was like January. So it's not like this was week one of school in session. So we have a meeting where I'm going to lay out all of this information and the department chair joins. Love it. I'm excited. Department chair, everyone respects this person. We are going to make a difference. So I start laying out the positive. Hey, here we go. Here's some good things. Love seeing this. Love seeing this. Everyone's doing this. It was so good. But then I started asking the questions. You would have thought in that moment, I, I just took my wine and splattered it in this person's face. They became livid. And you know what, team? For the most part, I think I'm a pretty nice person. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty cordial. I'm not going to say anything mean. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a kind person. Here's the problem. I had not taken the time to foster a relationship with this individual. So I appeared as a threat. I was not a safe person. I had not taken the time to create a safe environment to provide feedback and to collect feedback let me say that again oh hold on i got a little banner i got a little banner i'm gonna right here relationships matter feedback is not impactful unless a foundation of trust is built and it can even go as far as making something unsafe an environment unsafe for an individual like I said, I'm a nice person. I'm not going around being mean or gossiping. I'm a, a kind, like, I'm going to tell you all the positives and we're going to identify your strengths. But I had not fostered this relationship. I was from district who was not there frequently. And then I just come on in willy nilly and give my, my feedback. Not safe. So here's what I'm going to urge all of you instructional coaches to do. 
Do not skip relationships. Do not skip it. My girlfriend, Casey Watts and I, she and I are really good friends that we've done some lives together before. And she and I have discussed assumptions and we have discussed the importance of relationships and how if you have this opinion that it's all fluff, you're in the danger zone. Think about it. When you go on a date, like before you get married, you want to have that relationship before you get to, you know, become a a couple. You want that relationship. Same thing with my husband. I wanted to have a relationship with him. But here's the deal with our teachers. When we go in as coaches, if they don't trust us, our feedback doesn't matter. How often have you heard Someone say about an administrator who gave them a state evaluation, their T-test, or if you're from a different state, whatever your evaluation system is. And they're like, they're only in my classroom three times. How the, how the heck do they know what's going on in my class? How can they give me feedback? Coaches, you have to be in the classrooms frequently and you have to, but before you do that, you have to foster relationships. Now, I do see... Miss Lee from Miss Lee from Lee Consulting, she has asked, does your course walk us through how to foster a relationship with peers who we don't see often? Absolutely. Because let me tell you, building a relationship with teachers is not, hey, we have to be best friends and I have to see you all the time and we have to be together all the time. I actually in my course take you through the three C's of fostering relationships, no matter the frequency that you see them. And in my webinar a few weeks ago, I went over those three C's. So you have competence, communication, and collaboration. And in my course, I'm gonna walk you through all of that. Um, Melissa Morrison, she put in here, it is crazy. Even when they want help and want to know they get defensive, it is, it is so personal. It's our art. And if I am in my element and I am working with my kids and I've created this lesson and I'm executing that lesson and someone comes in and just starts judging me, even if it's meant innocently and just to help me grow, I have to be in a very safe place because if I'm going to accept that feedback, I'm being vulnerable. And let me tell you, that is not easy. And coaches, you're dealing with grown adults who have degrees, multiple degrees, you're dealing with some egos here. So you have to tread lightly, but once you build that relationship, it's golden. Now I will tell you, I was, I'd probably been coaching six years at the time when this happened, this co this department chair, let me have it. Like this department chair was, was not happy with me and let me have it. And I deserved it. I deserved it in that moment because I, did not take the time to do what I knew I had to do. And that was foster a relationship. Okay. I'm going to take another, take another swig. I kind of like feel like every time I see relationship drink, you drink, I drink. All right. So some of my other girlfriends and I, we always like to joke. We always say it was all good until I feel like these stories, this is it. And coaches, if you felt this before, We're together. We're in this together. We're going to troubleshoot this together. Okay. Oh, what do we have? Relationships matter. Oh, relationships matter. I already already said it. Relationships matter. Okay. Here's one that I did not too long ago. 
again, I'm telling you, I've been doing this for a while, but we all make mistakes and I'm going to help you avoid these mistakes. So about two years, two, two and a half years ago, I was working as a campus coach and I came in, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to share this with you. I'm going to share this with you. It's all going to be so good. You are going to love it. I'm going to gain trust by sharing with you all the things that I've created. So I go in and I'm working with a teacher and we are really just having a meeting. And I start showing this teacher this, this, this. I'm like, oh, let me show you my playbook. Now let me show you this. Oh, we could even do this. And the teacher started to cry. Let me tell you. In that moment, I paused, I took a deep breath, and I almost started crying. I kept it together, but I almost started crying. And let me tell you what happened next. And at first I was thinking, oh my gosh, something happened, something got on her cell phone, she just had a horrible day. She looked at me and she said, Alyssa, you're overwhelming me. Whoo! I took a step back and was like, shame on me. Shame on me for doing this. And and what it was, and let me pull it again. Got a banner, going to put it up here. Always, always, always go in with a narrow lens of focus. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Because I went in like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. I'm going to show you this. In that moment, and I had no intention to do this, but my actions were telling her that, that she needed to fix all these things. You need to fix this. 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 You need to do this. That's not what I meant. I actually thought I was being helpful. But if we don't go in with one specific goal, this is all I'm focusing on, whether I come in to observe your classroom, whether I'm coming in for a one-on-one -on -one meeting, it is one goal. And as much as I want to share all the other things, no, because we know that teachers are the busiest people on the planet of the earth, and they're having to make 20 million decisions a day. So we need to go in with one lens of focus. And you want to know what is even better is when they tell you what they want that focus to be, because that's when we talk about motivation there motivation. They told you what they want their focus to be and you go in and you provide it. So in my course, again, we're going to be doing the same thing and launch your instructional coaching journey. I will show you how to narrow that lens, how to work with your administration to narrow the lens. Because let me tell you, that is the kicker. I don't want to hear my campus goal is 100% of students are passing the state assessment. Yes, we all want that. Everyone wants that. That's not the goal one goal. And what is it that the entire campus is working for? That is tangible. That is real, realistic. So Melissa said, you're spot on. Coaches want to help. So we tend to have so, oh my gosh, so many thoughts. But it is so important to learn to know your teacher and know their mindset. 100%, Melissa, thank you for sharing that. I walked in, um, I was coaching a coach um, again, this was about two years ago. I was working with a district um, quite a distance away from me. And I was I actually during my spring break, I, they were not in spring break. So I was able to go to their campus and I was working with a math coach. And we go into this math teacher's classroom 
And she immediately said, oh my gosh, she needs to be doing this. She needs to be doing this. I was like, hold on, hold on. We are looking for one thing because that is the lens. What is the one thing that will make the biggest difference? And I'm going to tell you and launch your instructional coaching uh, journey. We are go I will provide you with the tools to be able to do that. So I wanted to kind of review with you a few questions that I get asked quite a bit about the course. So I'm a veteran coach. Is this course suitable for me or is it for new coaches only? This, co this course is for everyone, veteran coach, novice coach. When I started developing this, I would, had to ask myself, what is the course that I would want right now? And what is the course I would have wanted then? And this is what I have created for you so that you can avoid these horrible mistakes that I have made. And again, the horrible mistakes that made teachers doubt themselves. It wasn't just cringeworthy for me. It was cringeworthy for them. Um, I'm also going to tell you that this course is for coordinators and administrators. I, I have an assistant principal who's enrolled in the course, and this is an amazing opportunity for this administrator to strengthen his instructional leadership. This is where it's at. Now, another question that I frequently get asked about the course is we are currently using Jim Knight's impact cycle as our method for coaching. How will we align this with that? So this course goes with any methodology of coaching that your district has adopted, whether it is student-centered coaching, whether it be get better faster, um, impact cycle, whatever method, because here is the deal, coaching is coaching and it will not be impactful unless the foundation is laid and the foundation is strong. And that's what my course will do for you is help you develop the foundation for a culture of coaching on your campus or within your district. Another question that I get asked is, does this course provide for, oh, uh, to strengthen teachers' understanding of instructional practices? Yes, it does. During the final module, and actually we'll even be getting into it a little bit um, in module three, we talk about teacher clarity and how to support backwards planning for learning and strengthen understanding of best instructional practices. So again, this course is for any instructional leader that is looking to launch their instructional coaching journey. So I'm leaving the bit.ly in um, the link here or on the banner here, I'm sorry, where you can access this course. It actually closes tonight at midnight at the, the cart closes. Module one went up today. You take it at your own time. And let me tell you, you have lifetime access. Lifetime access, take as long as you want, take as quick as you want. You get a certificate at the end, which will go towards six hours of PD credit that you can use for out of um, out off contract training core hours. But then also I'm right at your fingertips. I'm here to support you, answer your questions with this course. Again, like I said, you will be laying the foundation for a solid coaching journey. So I'm also going to put this in the comments. So if you just want to grab it, let me type it in here. Um, slash 
Well, as I'm doing this, any other questions that you might have about this uh, course or that you just want a question, a response to like, Alyssa, this happened to me and I don't know how to fix it. Let me help you. I'm here for you. So I'm going to wait just a minute in the chat to see if anyone comes up with any questions. And that, while I'm doing that, I'm going to drink me a little something, something, because ladies and gentlemen, vulnerability here. Okay, so while I'm waiting, teacher wait time, I'm going to wait. I'm going to recap three things. My cringe worthy moments. Numero uno, clear as kind. I could have avoided making that teacher feel like she was not a good teacher if I had clarified my intention for being in her room. Amazing teacher. And I made her feel insignificant and doubt her work. Shame on me. Again, that will haunt me forever. I will never make that mistake again because I will always make sure that there is clarification of why I'm there and the goals. Relationships matter. Feedback is not impactful unless a foundation of trust is built. That DC let me have it. I deserved it. I did not make them have a, I did not create a safe environment because I did not take the time to foster a true trusting relationship. And numero tres, let's narrow the lens of focus. Only go in with one goal, more powerful. If that teacher chooses the goal, a hundred times more powerful. If it's the one campus goal that you, the leadership team, the campus has created and are all working together. Um, so I think I have one more comment. How do I know I am sort of doing the course the right way? So Miss Lee, I'm going to ask you maybe clarify that question a little bit more. I think I might understand what you're saying. So tell me if I'm correct. How will I know if I'm making progress in the course? Like it's, it, I'm taking the, I'm taking it seriously and I'm actually digesting the information. And what I would say is you are watching the videos. Uh, how do I know that I am implementing it the right way? Thank you, Miss Lee. So making progress. Yes. So in the course, there's a couple of things that you're going to have. You're going to have access to videos. I'm going to tell you, watch those videos in an undistracted environment. You And they're short. I kept them short and sweet, no longer than 10 minutes. Some are five. Um, and then I also have downloadable resources. Where you will know that you are making progress is when you implement the resource. So don't just let it sit on your desk. You actually go and you do something with it. But here's the kicker. With this course, you're getting two things that provide you access to me. One, a Marco Polo share cast, a, a share cast. So you have me literally at an app on your phone. And if you have a question or want to show me something, you put it up there and I'm going to answer it. I'm going to put it up there. And actually, as a community of coaches, we can discuss it. We can talk about it. I will be there to walk you through it. Another thing that you're going to have are two group coaching sessions in this course where we will be able to talk about the beginning of school year and what's going on. The two 
group coaching uh, sessions will take place once the school year starts. So as you start getting your feet wet and you start implementing these things with the entire community, then we're going to come back and I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you with it the whole way through. So those are two opportunities that you will know that, hey, I'm making progress, but I'm going to tell you the best thing that you can do is just implement the resources. I'm giving you not a ton. I'm not going to overwhelm you with resources. However, I am going to give you what you need to lay the foundation and don't skip any of it. I'm, I'm so glad y'all came here tonight. It wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. And maybe it's because I can't see your faces. Y'all aren't like mean mugging me. But if you took away something tonight, please put it in the chat. If you have experienced something similar, you know, just don't leave me hanging. Let me know. Um, but it has been amazing talking to you tonight. I, you know, do me a favor. Go repost this on your social. Tag me, hashtag Crabtree Coaching. Tell others about this course. And if you just want some more information before you actually purchase, hey, send me a DM. Send me a DM. Email me. Put me on so ask me on social media ask me on here i will answer any questions that you have but i'm going to put that bitly up one more time it's also in the chat but go register today the course is open it is ready for you to help strengthen your instructional coaching journey have a great evening everyone and cheers we got this